It's time to wrestle in the sports. It's the only podcast on earth with two Major League Baseball All-Stars. Dimitri Young will be here in a little bit. Jason Kendall, who is here, one four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty. Tonight, boys, we are going old school. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, good, Dennis. Excited, uh, excited for the teaser about uh, you're cracking out the lists again. Uh, we were talking off air about priorities and balancing, right? Balancing. Dennis head up here. Dennis head down there. You can, you know, have both worlds. So, hey, I'm glad you had fun trick or treating the other night. Happy Halloween, belated to everybody. Yes. So, hey, Jason, what did you did your kids go? Did your kids go out trick-or-treating this year, Jason? Oh, I'm I'm straight uh COVID dad and I don't I don't know. I just... No, they did not. Plus they're older too. They're they're too cool. I mean, you know, it's one of the they're at that age. But um I don't think they would have gone anyhow, but um like I didn't even set candy out. It was one of those things had a, a friend that had a little baby, maybe 2 years old come over and Yeah, I don't know. This whole world's jacked up but i did not but sweet 16 that's right so, something that we've done a long time and i can't wait for dmac to get a to get a little taste of it because it is fun and uh the listeners definitely will know what we're talking about when um when we started that's what we're gonna do we're waiting for dimitri but until then how have you guys been dennis how have you been doing good listen you know uh we're recording this on the eve of election night and uh, I have it off for tomorrow, so I have my daughter. When we're done here, uh, her and I are going to do a Pokemon marathon until it's time for bed for school. She still has to go to school. But here's – let me ask you one thing because growing up, I, I tend to remember in school – and this isn't to get too political, but I, I swore I remembered in schools we did our own mock elections. Did you guys remember doing those in school where you did a mock election because you're too young to vote but – it was supposed to get you involved because I asked my kid if she did one and they're like, Nope, they didn't do one at her school. I'm Canadian. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, I don't recall. Uh, well, I mean, I miss Jason, yours, I, I miss that. I miss that class. Your, yours would usually be what the Taft. Was that the one you would have voted on as a kid? Say that again. Taft. Was that the See? election you went for Jason? Oh, you're oh. funny. I'm making an old man joke, yes. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, 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 was, very, I that was very bad. Taft. Oh, he said Taft. Taft, yeah. Oh. Oh. Coolidge. Well, that, but I, I will say this, Dennis. That was um, funny. I thought so. I giggled a little bit, so, you know. I was in the sixth grade. Oh, it would have been funny if, if you would have said when that, when Kennedy got assassinated. Where you, it's been you a know, lot better. People would have known that because you got to yeah, exactly. think about you know, like your what, listeners. Like, just keep making lists. How old are the people listening? Probably not about as it's a most no, no old as we are. Yeah. So I will say this: I was in sixth grade when the um, Challenger blew up, and I remember us watching that. So. That's talk about outdating myself. There we go. Sharon McAuliffe, I believe, the teacher that was going into school. Did yeah. you did you see the yeah. documentary on Netflix about that? Oh, I heard about it. I heard it was awesome. It is. No, but, I heard it was really good. Did you watch it, Dennis? I did. It is phenomenal. Did it you is, learn? What did you learn that you didn't know? The cover up behind it that uh, 
almost immediately NASA knew what was going on, but they kind of passed the buck and tried to play dumb. And, you know, I growing up, there were many... We didn't have the internet growing up as kids, so you always heard the misconceptions or the lies like, oh, they were alive until they hit the water and stuff like that. And, I, you know, I don't want to say too much because I want you guys, you know, people, whether you're listening or here on the podcast, to go watch it. It was phenomenal, educational, and it brought back a lot of that uh, tugging on the heartstrings that I, I remember when it was when it happened. Yeah, that that was one no matter where I think uh, in the world, you know, obviously being Canadian and going to school there, but mad watching that go up, it was like the same. Did that just really happen? It was the same thing as, you know, I was in training camp for 9-11. Just got the wind gate and I'm catching my breath. I was ready and- to say, like, since we're talking about this, and I, I hate bringing negative, negative stuff up, but until Dimitri comes on and we can play our game, 9-11. I mean, there, there's certain things that, you know, obviously my my – parents knew you know the the jfk where they were certain things like i remember i was sixth grade mr burst class i'll never forget it we watched it on tv and and it was just like talk about a tough gig for a teacher to explain that to a bunch of uh sixth graders i can't remember what happened after that but i mean 9-11 because i mean i got a story i'm sure everybody everybody has a story like and and i guarantee you all both you guys know exactly where you were 9-11 so dennis start with you 9-11 uh, it, my first day at Ford Motor Company was on nine ten, and I was working nights. And no, I was working days, and I went out that night to celebrate because, I mean, Ford Motor Company was the big time job in St. Louis, the, the NAB. It was, you know, making it to the major leagues of the income in that area. So I went out and celebrated. I slept in. And I had just got divorced for the first time, oddly enough. So I was living with my grandma. And I remember her coming down and grabbing me and saying, hey, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. I'm like, Grandma, it it's probably a Cessna. It's going to be all right. So she's still freaking out. I get dressed. I go upstairs and, and just you're, you're glued to the TV the rest of the day. I believe it or not, I actually had a date that night. And uh, she lived out in Illinois. (laughs) She lived out in Illinois. So I'm driving. And, you know, look, I'm I'm a broke guy at that point. Divorced before getting a good job. I stopped to get gas. And gas was $17 a gallon at this place. And I had enough gas to either keep going to her house or to turn around and go home. So uh, I I called her from the payphone. Payphone days. You know, back back in, what, 2001 there were payphones. And I said, this is basically the deal. I can turn around or I can leave my car here and you can come get me. She came and got me. Uh, Boy, I I can't tell. I'll tell the back end of this story off the podcast because it's a little uh, triple X rated, but it's well worth the story. But that's kind of my 9-11. Training camp. I I guarantee you, the next amount will be a lot more interesting. I had a threesome that night. How about that? Whoa, you Congratulations. <laughs> End of the world. I was at training camp in Traverse City. I just got off the wind gate, was catching my breath. The first plane went in. I thought, oh, it was an accident. Then the second went in and went, whatever. But Traverse City was one of the airports. They brought 100 planes down in like 40 minutes. And you just saw planes falling out of the sky like it was snow, and it was unbelievable. Wow. 
I was in um, I was in Pittsburgh at my house was by myself. I think we just got back from a road trip, um, and we had a game that night. And my brother calls me, so it was not as East Coast time. So he called me at six, whenever, right around the time, whenever it happened. And he goes, "Dude, turn on the TV." And yeah, like we like just got back, and when somebody calls you late at night, you're like, you start panicking. Well, this was obviously early in the morning. And I sort of like, "Yeah, what's up?" He goes, "Dude, turn on TV. Turn the TV on." Saw it. And I'm like, "Wow!" Um, and he's calling from California, and so. I would say maybe 10 minutes later, I get a call from our traveling secretary. He said that no game tonight. And we were playing the Mets that night, I believe. And uh, anyhow, long story short is you guys can make fun of me for this, but I was I, like, I don't know what to do. I went to a tanning booth, driving to a tanning booth. I was going to go get tan. And I'm looking up and I'm talking to my brother on my, uh, on my phone. And I'm like, dude, uh, there, he goes, there's no air. There's no airplanes in the sky. And I go, I promise you right now, I am looking at a airplane right now. And he goes, Jay, there's no way. There's, and I said, Mike, I promise you. And so the only thing I can think of is that was the plane that went down in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It was, you know, it was obviously very close to Pittsburgh, but uh, what a jacked up time. And obviously, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's as, we, as, we, as we enter election day. Yeah, another no. I mean, it was crazy, crazy times, and I remember like the the first week we did nothing but work out and and take batting practice at the stadium, and all of a sudden, boom, we hop on a bus, we're going to play the Cubs. Six hour, seven hour drive. We get halfway there, and then our player rep, Kevin Young, who we had on the show, uh, gets a call from Major League Baseball, and and uh, we're halfway to Chicago on a bus. Because obviously no planes can fly, and get on and said like, you know, what? you guys turn around. We're taking another week off. Turn back around, and uh, it felt like I was in the minor leagues again. Stopped at the AMPM down the street, got some combos and a bunch of beer, and then there you go. It was really surreal for me because there was nothing on TV other than the coverage, and when the first show, and I think for me the first show I remember watching was maybe David Letterman. That I don't know if he was the first one to come on, but that was the first real sense of somewhat of, all right, maybe we're going to try to get back to normal after this. And that was something I'll always remember the following days after that, weeks. That's the beauty about Howard Stern. He was he did not leave and he had everything in, his, in New York and he stayed live. And it's one of his better shows ever, obviously, and he'll even say that, but... Um, you know, Howard Stern's Howard Stern, you either love him or you hate him, but it was, uh, unbelievable. I mean, I've listened to it back obviously, but, uh, crazy show. Crazy. Well, I, I, I think that in all seriousness, the point that I want to make to everybody out there is no matter what happens, we will all persevere through this right, wrong, indifferent. So you know, and that, and that's what we try to be here in wrestling with sports is is you know step away and what what brings us all together is our love of wrestling, but it's also people too. So it's just a way, great way to be able to connect and you know. So very gonna, true, dude. Very true. 
Well, sorry about sorry to be the downer on this whole thing, but no, you're so right. Oh uh, no, but that, but Jay, that's where we're in, and that's the one thing is that, that people ask me what do we talk about, and I say, well, you know, we're joined by wrestling, and that's what we love. But the one thing is, is that I love that we're always, even when we get together, even when we get together before Dennis starts in, we're always talking about what's going on, you know, uh, opinions on different things. Like it, 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 to me, what I've learned as I'm coming up. November 11th will be five years sobriety this awesome, time around awesome, and, awesome. and stuff. So what I've learned is that no matter what it is, it's to have the, an outlet of communication. So this is as much therapy because it doesn't matter what it is, but it's that human connection. And with this COVID, with this election, the state of the country is that you, you got to be self-aware and look yourself in the mirror and just, you know, stand by that. And I think that, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, like, you know, I'm all about the lists and stuff, but when we got to talk about the real, real, we ain't afraid of it. We're here for everything. Number one, November 11th, if we don't do a show or we forget, and I'll shoot you a text, congratulations on that November 11th. That's something very, very cool. The next day yeah. is Dennis's birthday, so we'll wish him a yeah. happy birthday now because there's a pretty good shot that I'm not going to call him. I don't know. <laughs> text him. It's an FYI, but... Uh, Thanks, so, uh, you know, congratulations. Dennis, let's start it. D's not here. He'll hop in and he can go from there. When he hops in, he'll be part of the list. So uh, this time around on this list, it's uh, WCW versus WWF. We're talking, early, we're talking early 90s, Attitude Era Wrestling, and none of these guys were ever super duper stars. So we're going to vote. Oh, I love it. I love it. What would you what would you say, Dennis, that and this is your rank, so I gotta understand this. These are what's their ceiling? Um uh, their, their ceilings are the eights. Like like somebody that you could understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanna it's just this is a personal off the record question I'm using pre-list because I've not done a list before, but you would say these are your your triple top triple A guys like a Tito Santana. No, no, I would say I would say think mid card, maybe Intercontinental Champion, maybe uh-huh. TV yeah. Champion, somewhere around there. No, I mean there are a couple bigger gotcha. names. No, but I, yeah, no, I, I got I got I got you. I'm just trying to get so I so I understand because when you're gonna name it out, I I'm gonna form in my head who I think's coming or who, you know what I'm saying? So, so I want to, cause I already got it. I got, already got an idea of who I think where you're going with this. All right. Anyway, that's the beauty about to, it though. But, but DMAC, that's the beauty about it because you don't know. Dennis I is don't know. Already done no, the you're right. I, I don't know, but I like that. He said that. So I understand because I've watched enough wrestling with him. I talked enough wrestling with him that when he says his, Intercontinental, that sort of not next up. He's big on be that. Hulk Hogan. He, no, no, no. He's big, on, he's big on that. Like I'm big on storylines. He's big on guys that should, that didn't, that would today versus before. So, anyways, go ahead. I don't want to break down strategy right. and all that. You can tune in somehow. And for those of you <laughs> playing at home, if uh, this is your first list, basically we vote, and uh, the guy with the most votes moves on to the next round, and. Till we get down to the, the to the champion of this list, we're going to be doing more lists. I actually have one waiting for next week. Greatest tag team wrestlers. Ooh, Ooh. I like that one. 
So it's a good one. I like that one too. That's, so that's that's really good. Are we ready? Yep. Number ready. one, it's Hardcore Holly versus Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I'm gonna go Jeff Jarrett. I'm I'm not a big Hardcore Holly guy, and I'm not a real big Jeff Jarrett guy. For me, this is this felt like the matchup where I would stick to two guys that I didn't really care too much about. But maybe just out of loyalty, I would say Jeff Jarrett. What about you, D-Mac? I'm going to – listen, it's Jarrett because of the guitar, because of the stick, because of the mic skills. Bob Holly's sort of Melba toast. He's physical. He reminds me of Cesaro. So I'm going to go Jeff Jarrett because he's got more panache, so to speak. So I say Jeff Jarrett. Jason. All right, this is where Dimitri's going to come in, but I would say Hardcore Holly. Wow. Well, no Dimitri. Yep. Can I have a – can I have a – is that, a, is that because – can I get some reason? Just throwing a monkey rich and everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Someone so had, that's what I figured. Someone had to vote. That's what I figured. No, 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 because – yeah, exactly. You didn't want to leave Hardcore Holly, which, by the way, as – you know – as we're sort of, uh, we can go down with 316, but um, on I've been involved in a Raw or SmackDown, and it was with D'Lo Brown and Hardcore Holly. Y'all want to know what's going on right now? Let's do this doggone thing, and I'll tell you what's going on. This is how I feel right now. Hey, I'm gonna roll up some Bubba Island Kush for my boy D. Coach D in the house. Anyways, uh, D'Lo Brown and Bob Holly or Hardcore Holly were in the match that I hit over with the stick because he tried to hit D'Lo Brown and broke. Anyways, that Joe Louis Arena back in the day, but still, I think Hardcore Holly. No, I go Jeff Jarrett. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to tell you what just happened. We're doing a Sweet 16 list, which we've done before. The first match, which we just got to. Wait, wait, let that let Dennis break Dennis, yeah, do you the, can break it. It's uh yeah. WCW Sorry, versus Jay. WWF mid range intercontinental TV champion caliber wrestlers. And championship TV it's somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, okay, mid carters. Mid mid carters. Exactly. The first matchup, which you just missed, but maybe it doesn't matter. Since you're here, you're going to have a say now. Hardcore Holly versus Jeff Jarrett. Who would you have picked? Oh, man, I'm picking Slap Nuts. All right, so Jeff Jarrett would have moved on anyways. Okay. All right, next round. Godfather versus Conan. I'll start. The Godfather. I love him. I love I loved him too, man. He's a big ass mofo, and he had the high. You know what? As much as that gimmick is good, I love that gimmick. I mean, but he was also Mama, the supreme fighting machine. He was Papa Shango, and he was Kama Mustafa in uh, Nation of Domination. I like the orale, orale, let me speak on this. Orale, viva la raza. I'm all over Conan, baby. <laughs> oh, I love Conan. I've had many great conversations. He's a huge baseball fan, 
But the hose, man. When when you think of the attitude error, you think of the hoe train and some of those girls that came out. I mean, come on. Come on. Conan was catch something. Ouch. Hey, great. <laughs> not watching from home, D. Not watching from home, bro. So Godfather moves on. All right, next next round. Rob Van Dam versus Diamond Dallas Page. Dimitri? First. Oh shit. I'm making mm. I'm, I'm making Why you, you put first. this on. Yeah. I'll go. Got a lot I'll on my mind. Go ahead. Jason will go first. I'll go. All right. Rob Van Dam. Bam. D Mac. I and this is on. You know what? Van Dam's a fellow uh, a cannabis guy, but I really I'm a huge I'm as big a fan of the Stone Cold Stunner and the Diamond Cutter and the RKO. Like those finishing moves, like out of nowhere. So I'm not a frog splash, even though I like to watch it in Montez Ford. I think that's the best one um, for private party. But that thing's unbelievable. Or, yeah, the street frog. I'm sorry. But uh, I got to go DDP, buddy. I got to go. I just. I just love that back in the day, the, that stick and the diamond cutter and everything like that. So close margin DDP. I will also go DDP. I think Rob Van Dam was slightly overrated. I think he was a great entertainer. Uh, but Diamond Dallas Page, for me, was the total package. He could wrestle. He could tell a story. He could cut one hell of a promo. And when I look back at his short run in the WWE, he does not get enough credit for that stalker gimmick he had with The Undertaker, which actually kicked off the invasion angle, people forget. I got to go DDP. Self five. I met him and I liked him. He came with uh, Goldberg to Cincinnati and uh, Goldberg was taking batting practice. He had on the jersey that there was no hope of even one button connecting with each other. <laughs> God damn, he had some dog on power and DDP was just. He was just man, he was just cool and, and I've ran into him, you know, many times since. And let me tell you, man, for somebody that really worked his way up, because what was he, 35 by the time he started yep. wrestling, even though he was a manager and all that other stuff in uh, AWA and then the early um WCW and uh I mean and what he's doing now, I mean, Jesus. I mean, that's the, you just know that that's what he had in his head the entire time. Because he was always that kind of person that's about healing people and and getting people over and stuff. So, you know, DDP got my vote through and through. All right. That's a good one. Let me ask you this, Dimitri, real quick. What's your thought on Rob Van Dam? You know what? I like Rob Van Dam, you know, especially um, his – you know, what what he partakes and what he believes in, you know – you know, I'm on that same wavelength as DMAC is also. But, um, you know, he was an innovator of a lot of moves that are being used today by the stuff that he does, and he's very incredible. I mean, 
had he gone up against somebody else, I definitely probably would have chose him. But, I mean, it's DDP we're talking about here. All right, the next bracket we have China versus Raven. I thought I'd throw everybody a little curveball on this one. China versus Raven. Ooh, that was a nasty split finger right there. That was Mariana Rivera's cutter right there. I, I will go first, and I, I'm i going to go with Raven because he might have been my favorite wrestler in that time period. The Raven's Nest, that quote, the Raven stuff was phenomenal. The, the, the abduction of Scotty Riggs and turning him into one of the disciples. I, you know, what was, what was the main quote again that Raven said? Quote the Raven. What about what about me? What about Raven? Yep. What about me? What about Raven? That's what it, that's what I'm looking for. So so what about I, me? So I'm gonna go with Raven. I'm going. You already with, got my answer, Raven. All right, two for Raven. What about you two guys? I got Raven too. I love. I he was one of my favorites back. The, I thought the stick fit. It fit him. He wasn't playing a character. It was him. That's the best part of the story. His story holds true now. Hell, I liked it when he was um, Johnny Polo back in the day. Daddy <laughs> nice. Flamingo. And stuff. When he turned into Raven, he just turned into a he turned into a, a full-fledged badass. You know, that, yeah. that Edgar Allan Poe grunge. You know that I don't give a like the, bleep. Like the crow. Like the crow. Exactly. Great. All right. And now this next matchup, which I think are the two of the biggest names on this list, if not the two biggest names, it's Goldust versus Lex Luger. Mm. D-Mac, what are you thinking here? I, I'm not a Luger fan, and I'm going Goldust because I'm a – his fan and I'm a Dustin Rhodes fan as a person because I know I've known him and got to you know like I, I like him so I'm going gold dust Dimitri plus all the time it took to put all the makeup on <laughs> you know what when I first got into wrestling there was a dude that had an alliance with the four horsemen and later joined the four horsemen was the US champ he just came in like a badass. I was always a Lex Luger fan, so I'm going Lex Luger. Jason, uh, hey, don't get me. Hey, I, I, I like, I like, I like Dustin. I, I like Gold Dust. Right. I was more of a Lex Bro, Luger guy. As far as the wrestling family, I, I have to go with Gold Dust. But more importantly, the fact that he's still doing it, and I'm, a, I think I've said this a billion times in the shows. I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. He was on Howard Stern, and he has Tourette's. The fact that he can Tourette stuff <laughs> and still go out and wrestle is amazing to me because I just think it's awesome. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. Dimitri, people, do you want some to... people think I got Tourette's too. Dimitri, but do you do you, do you want to do the honors here, Dimitri? No, this is this would be better coming from you. <laughs> So he doesn't have Tourette's, man. He was just doing a wrestling gimmick on the Howard Stern show. Well, it was, it was pretty good, but I didn't listen to the whole thing. But once again, you guys know who Jim Eisenreich is, right? Yes. Okay. And I told you, this Dave Clark, who's now the third base coach or first base coach for the Tigers, said my rookie year, said, hey, when Jimmy comes up, make sure you say hi to him. I said, okay. 
Hey, Jim, how you doing? And I already yelled this once before, and I didn't want to break your guys' ear. And he goes, ah, the fuck are you? <laughs> and I caught a guy, and I like the Clark, he's laughing or whatever. I had caught a guy named something Johnstone. Anyhow, I had no idea that gold dust that, that was that was a joke. So I they took me for one. So th- that being said, is I go to Lex Luger. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that he just. Oh, so he's, now you got to tell me the stick because I, I literally heard a little bit of it, and he's like, uh, and then Howard's laughing this and that. So it was a gimmick. Gotcha. Well, short time. Oh, hmm. oh man, that's that's great. I'm going Lex too, uh, only because. I can call him a friend, and he's one really nice guy. I love Goldust. I I honestly think Goldust more... I think Stone Cold gets all the credit for the Attitude Error, but I think Goldust's gimmick was really the linchpin. I, I'm he, so disappointed right now. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I thought that was like <laughs> such a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just saw the Dimitri's face. Ooh, I, love, I love, hey, I love how he flipped. Oh, fuck him now. Yeah, fuck him. Gonna, excuse my language. No, I'm so disappointed now because that's what. I love it. All right, Let me all right. Meet that guy one day. <laughs> all right, uh, the next round it's Val Venus versus Scott Steiner. All right, Dimitri. <laughs> oh, oh, that's easy. Big Papa Pump is your hookup. Holla if you yeah. hear me. Big Papa Pump for sure. I mean, dude, he's got muscle. His muscles have his muscles. Muscles have muscles, bro. Jason, it's not. Oh, it's not that one dude. Like I love Val Venus. Thought his thing was great, but I mean that one dude. I still can't stand the dude from Impact that threw people around with his midsection. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Val Venus was though the <laughs> so Scott Steiner. Part of something. All right. And these guys are trying Jake to take Johnson? off. I can't think of his name, but that guy's a clown. <laughs> Scott Steiner moves on. I'm voting Scott Steiner. I'm uh, going Val Venus. Oh, all right. But uh, yeah. Uh next, X Pac versus Buff Bagwell. Oh, hated X Pac. I'll go with Bagwell. Hated X Pac. D Mac. Xbox, my boy. I'm going Xbox. Dimitri? You know, Buff Bagwell remind me of uh, Bud Bundy on steroids, so I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with six. Yeah. yeah, I go yeah, exactly. That was a good matchup for him. I'm going Xbox too, because I'm not a big not Buff a boy, Bagwell fan. Is. And yeah. in the round out the first round, it's Arn Anderson versus D'Lo Brown. I know, Dimitri. Arn Anderson versus D'Lo Brown. I got to hang out with D'Lo Brown back in the when I moved to Florida. Did he have Tourette's? (laughs) (laughs) D'Lo Brown, Detroit. I'm going D'Lo Brown, bro, because I was in the thing with them. I I will. I play favorites. I'm going D'Lo Brown. I have no. Hey, mm. I, I, I got four four horsemen. I get it, Arn, but you're doing well right now. We're going D'Lo Brown. Yeah, I think I'm going to go D'Lo. That head shake was so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. 
As, as much as I, oh man, that was man, the, the enforcer though, dang. I'm going hard out. I mean, who, who just come out? There's no gimmick with him. Give me some. He looked like a soccer crumbs. dad though, with okay. the old glasses they used to wear. That's the beauty about it. Man, you say he Wilfred Brimley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, but I love Double A. The way that he talked and stuff. Elo Brown's going through. You guys already put him through, so it doesn't matter. I mean, the four. No, horses, no, 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 no. I'm a top I can make it a tie. No, nah, you know what? I, I, I'm going you know double what? A. I'll go double A too because you got to go. If we're gonna go, who's who deserves to move on? Because what? It's double A. And that's you know that's just true love. It's just I, th- it I think you guys so are because I had no idea about uh, the Tourette's thing. I think <laughs> you guys are just trying to make me feel better. <laughs> well, I'm still going D'Lo, even though it doesn't matter. All right, that was the first round. So as I rebracket everything up, any surprises for you guys yet? Uh, yeah, the dude has doesn't have Tourette's. <laughs> you you lived your life. You, hey, that just ruined his month. You better know. figure something else to tell him. He can't let it go. That's just like that the pitchers shook it. The pitchers shook him off. He got tired and shook off. He gave him the pitch he wanted to pitch. He pitched it. And I honestly, all I, and all like, I could picture it. this guy doing was getting here and, and sit, putting his makeup on and people going and going, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> whoever's painting the gold dust on him. It's like, they got to do it a hundred times. It's got to take three hours. So yeah, thank you for um, <laughs> correcting 20, that for me. 2020. So. You know what that reminds me? Did you guys ever see that video of uh, Jeff Francoeur getting, uh, uh, tricked by his teammates, thinking that yeah. one of his teammates was deaf. Yep. What? Jeff Francoeur, who was uh, Lane mm-hmm. Bray for the longest time, playing minor league baseball a couple of years back, and the whole team tricked. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the video. You're That's all. Idiot. You're such a dumbass. It, it took twice. I love it. It took twice. Did, did you ever see that video, no, Dimitri? No. no. You got it right. Move on. Let's go. All right. Round round number two. Jeff Jarrett versus the Godfather. Mm. I'm going to go with slap nuts again. Yeah, you got to go with slap nuts there because it's just, you, it's a combination of everything and he's got the guitar and he just knew how to do it. I hated him. But but I look forward to hating him. I always want to see him get a double S A A double R E double T Godfather. The whole train. Yeah, this is a tough one. Cause here's the problem. What happens with the tie now? There's four of us. You're so smart. Hey, where's Josh? <laughs> well, I'm gonna avoid that. I'm going double J Jeff Jared. All right. Diamond Dallas Page versus Raven. Once again, I'm going- I have to go Raven because honestly, that was one of my favorite things. And Demetri, thank you. What about Raven? What about me? I loved it. So I'm going with Raven. Raven. I'm gonna make good luck. I'm gonna make it tough. I'm going DDP. I'm going Raven. One one. Ah, so we have a tie. All right. So here's here's uh Here's the Why thing. Are you, hey, I got an idea. 
Why don't you re-bracket? Why don't you take two? What two out of the four would you take? Raven, which which was a tie? All right. Was there a tie? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know what you're saying. Well, there wasn't I, another tie, but here's what I'll do. Uh, I wrote down a number. Jason, Dimitri, you two both have different uh, different votes. Closest to uh-huh. the number I wrote down, your guy advances. Is it from one to ten? One to a one, thousand? One to ten. Hang on. All right. I wrote it down. Dimitri? It's easy. You can only count you can only count to fucking three, but go ahead, dude. <laughs> three. <laughs> Is that your guess, Ree? Jason, yeah. what's your guess? Three. <laughs> You both can't guess the same. <laughs> you cannot. Six, but three's close enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the number, Dennis? <laughs> it wasn't three, okay? You two jack legs. Jesus okay, Christ. But... Closest, closest <laughs> to the number I wrote down. You both cannot guess the same damn number. But why? Can I guess again? Seven. Jesus. Seven. Is that that your guess? (laughs) Three guesses. And you're sticking with three? No. Seven. All right. It is seven. (laughs) Raven moves on. Oh, my God. What was the number? Seven. He guessed seven. So Dimitri said seven. No, and Dimitri Jason said three. Seven. This no. Jason said three, and Dimitri said three, and then they both said seven. Anyways, go ahead, Raven. Move on. That's fine. Uh, Lex Luger versus Scott Steiner. 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 Yeah. Go with Big Papa Pump. X-Pac versus Arn Anderson. Oh, Arn Anderson. X-Pac is just such a clown. Hold on. Arn Hold on. He got on glasses, too? The final four is set. The final four is set. All right, kids. Jeff Jarrett versus Raven. 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 Jeff Jarrett's run... Is over. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Ray, where it should be. Scott Steiner versus Arn Anderson. Sweet. Oh, man. Even though he was never the world champion, he was, to me, the greatest television champion. Double A. Agree. D Mac? Steiner. I'm going, Arn. Uh, this is crazy. Arn versus Raven. It's it's for Arn versus Raven. Arn versus Raven. But why? When you when you make your vote, why? So here we are, championship round. We're gonna start with the Dimitri. Why and who are you voting for? Well, this person here was the absolute best. I won't call him a sidekick, but he was the number one man for the for the main man. 
He was like, he was like Scotty Pippen. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, some people look at Shaq being the leader and um, Kobe Bryant being the number two guy. And that number two guy is a bad dude. And Arn yep. Anderson was a bad dude. My choice is Arn Anderson. D-Mac? I think that the history, the breakdown, the just do what everything my man Coach D said about Arn Anderson is that he might have never won a world championship, but in the eyes of a bunch of retired uh, hockey uh, or baseball hockey guy and uh, uh, Ford Motor Company worker, uh, I think Double A just we appreciate being the second gun or the, the the guy that makes everything strong. You see it nowadays too. Even you know when he uh, when he in the AW. You know, backing up uh, Cody and stuff like that. It's still the the presence, right? He always had the presence, and I think that we recognize the presence. So, I think he gets the uh, wrestling with sports uh, belt. My opinion, Kendall. What about me? <laughs> what about Raven? Still going with Raven. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, you, I think here's the problem. As much as I love Raven and I want to say Raven, and I really do, in the grand scheme of things... You're going to take the easy way out. Well, in the grand scheme of things, what when you think of the Four Horsemen, for me, Arn Anderson was the glue that held it together. When he gave his spot up to uh, Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning in WCW, for me, that kind of signaled the end of the Horsemen. Although, you know, that next generation of... What was it? Benoit, um, McMichael, Malenko. Malenko. No, Malenko wasn't in there. It was. Yeah, he was. Dave Malenko was not a four horseman. Was he? You might need to Google and do your homework like Jason does. That's right. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Although I still didn't know about gold dust and his Tourette's. Best part of the podcast. Uh, but but when you think, Dennis, of- are you gonna are you Dennis? Are you seriously gonna second guess Dimitri when he just pretty much told you, or are you gonna because you, you haven't succumbed to that he was? You still don't believe him? Are you gonna right? I'm gonna believe him. You have to at least tell him that you, you have to believe him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He gave you his stick. And, and you know okay, what? Okay, well then I want I want to hear some recognition of oh okay I'm a, yeah you, okay you, you were right Dmac you were not Dmac Dimitri you were no, right and I was D. wrong Coach Coach D Coach D he was coaching you what Dmac said you were right yeah, but give me when he gives you a coaching tip you got to dress man is it is it just me Hey listen <laughs> it was a brain fart I forgot anyways. Uh, but when you think of the cornerstone of the Four Horsemen, for me, it was Arn Anderson. And maybe we need to do a list of the greatest factions of all time. And I, I, man, I mean, off the top of your head, do you, do you think DX could beat the Four Horsemen in a vote? Yes. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna say, and here's it. It depends on how de- how deep you were invested into it. I was invested into DX because DX, the Road Dog, Billy Gunn, the whole shtick and the China and the whole Triple H and the whole that that whole caveat from blowing up WCW to all that sort of thing. It it I think it, it I think it's like comparing. Um, you know, uh, Babe Ruth and, and Barry Bonds are, are, you know, different eras because I think the greatness for the era, you can't, you know what I mean? It cry, like I, I, it's tough not to give them both their due for their time because they're both phenomenal. But, they, but it, it was depends, different. It, it was different. And it, depends, and it depends on which version of the horseman. I like the earlier versions, especially the one with Barry Windham. Oh, or the one with Lex. Yeah. Dude, I don't, I, the one with Paul Roma in it. No. Oh, man. no. That right. was That's what like I'm saying. The worst version of it. So we have to talk but, about but, which version. Right. Yeah. But the DX, to, see, to me, DX was such a, it it encompassed the whole, like, as a storyline. That, that was like its own machine. You know, it was its own every week, whether. And there were so many things that played off it. Eventually, Triple H, you know, being world champion, and after you know going through all the goofy stuff, and you know, it, it, I I really look back and I love watching rewatching that just for the not necessarily the wrestling, but for the comedy and the stuff that they did and got away with. Four horsemen used to whoop everybody's ass. <laughs> well, then let me. Well, they were legit. And, and I know what Jason would say because he came out to "Oh, you didn't know" as his, uh, you know. Oh, you didn't know. I, I, okay, I, just, I, I came out to the, the thousand percent. But at the end of the day, I, I, the DX beats the Four Horsemen because if you really get behind the scenes and think about it, who runs WWE now? Yeah, Triple H. Yeah. There's enough said. I mean, Ric Flair's still walking out to the ring. Barely. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter, but there's 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 more embrace to the old school. You right? can He's brought that stuff. more back. You just saw it with the with you just saw it with it's the Roman Reigns bringing Stika back and stuff. Well, you win. Let me take this one step further because uh, this is a whole different conversation, and I find this so fascinating for you in your mind. And we just compared DX to the Four Horsemen, the greatest faction of all time. Off the top of your head, what would it be? Because mine would be neither, although mine's a bit nostalgic. And if you were to poll anybody else, I think mine would be like number four on the list of greatest factions. But what would be your greatest faction of all time then? The original NWO. Okay, DMAC. No, DX. DX for me. Jason? I mean, I'm going to say DX. I, just because I came out to their music. But, I mean, I'd have to think about that. It's a great question. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I came out to the Road Dog. So, I mean, I, I can't Road dogs, get away. Road Dog's one of my favorite guys. Road Dog's one of my favorite wrestlers just i love the gimmick and the hair and the, the shtick and you know that's what buddy murphy reminds me of a little bit the, the nwo when 
Hall and Nash came to WCW, and then Hulk Hogan did that turn. That 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 changed everything. And I loved yeah. it until they just started packing it on and looking like the freaking Wu Tang Clan with a thousand members, and then changing colors, and then NWO two thousand, and you know they just they just kind of just went away from the original stick. But when they first started. Like that first year and some change, that man, that was some must-watch WCW. Oh, wait. But you know, the the, the Road Dog and Billy Gunn, they still come out. I mean, obviously, you know, at special events, whatever, whether it be WrestleMania or whatever, they still out. They're still doing it. Well, Billy's in WC uh, in AEW with his sons. Yeah, for for me, I would say the Fabulous Freebirds. I mean, okay. So wait, wait, hang on. Growing up in that era, there are very few times and NWO was one of them. Uh, I believe DX could be classified as one of them. There are very few times a group of people changes the landscape of wrestling. The NWO did. I think the NWO started the attitude era and it made WWE change directions and go more towards that serious wrestling. The fabulous. Yeah, they were a cartoony before that. But the fabulous Freebirds back in that day, the the pomp and circumstance, the glitter, the glam. I mean, they were in an industry where it was like the man's man, and they were coming out like almost David Bowie esque glam rockers. And I mean, for me, they they changed wrestling from, you know what there were guys that would get out there and get their point across and then get out there and do a basic wrestling match. And then all of a sudden comes this guy with, you know, PS Michael Hayes with his, you know, swag down the entrance ramp and the music. Long hair. The, yeah. For me, the fabulous Freebirds changed wrestling and we're probably. Uh, it's not the hell I ain't retribution. No, it, it's not. But that's, that's, that's a list we're gonna have to do, but uh, but the next list I do have planned: greatest tag team of all time. Just so you guys can start. Didn't we already about- do that one? Didn't we uh, talk about Doom and Harlem Heat and the Steiner we Brothers? We did, but those are lost episodes due to circumstances beyond our control. Oh yeah, I still love Doom. Uh, so do I. For me, but uh, we'll, we'll we will do another one of those. I'm gonna. We'll rehash some of the old lists we did that people will never be able to hear again. So, Steiner Brothers. Demolition, baby. That was us and Junior. Demolition. Demolition and Junior. Before we go, I do want – this is something, D, that we were talking about before. It's just crazy that we – because the election is tomorrow, this and that. What were you doing 9-11? 9-11, I was – with the Reds, and we were playing in Chicago, and we had a night game. And so my ex-wife and Ty Walker's wife, early in the morning, went down. They were going to get a Manny Petty and you know do the spa treatment. And I had, and I was in the bed with the kids. Next thing you know, the ex-wife shoots upstairs and goes, "Hey, we're under attack! We're under attack!" And I know what she was talking about. She turned on the TV. And the second plane went into the building. I was like, holy, what in the world is going on here? And, yeah, we were there in um, the Westin, right beside the John Hancock building. And supposedly that was one of the buildings that was targeted 
for them to crash into. So let me say that 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 day was very, very scary. And if anything would have gone down, I would have gone down with my family. Well, that's thank you, bro. But uh, yes, yeah, we were, we were just talking about that at the beginning of the show because we were talking about the Challenger documentary on Netflix, which is phenomenal. But, uh. well, listen, Dimitri, as we wrap up this podcast, it sounds like we're going to have you a little bit more. I mean, I hate to be selfish, but I'm kind of excited to have you back. Yeah, well, due to circumstances out of my control, um, I was having um, lunch with the team moms about doing fundraisers and stuff. And um, lo and behold, two days later, uh, one of the team moms tested positive for um, COVID. And so I've been tested twice so far. And we had to shut down things for two weeks, you know, cautionary measures and things like that. But, um, yeah, I'll be around. Yay. Yay, Dennis says. It depends on, you know, and, and we, we'll do this all the time, but it depends on if Dennis is um, going to go on a date. Or <laughs> he does. Hey, no, Dennis is dating. He He's going out with some of, um, uh, what was that, um, Godfather's house. <laughs> I'll let her know uh, he said that. Yeah, yeah you, you don't have, <laughs> you you don't have, have bumps on your genitals, man. Watch out. <laughs> I'll, I'll be all right, guys. I'll be all right. But uh, listen, this is this week's clean wrestling with sports. I'm clean, by the way, ladies. Uh, oh, thanks, Tim Mac and Jason. And, and we uh, want to know why we have nobody. Yeah, ladies, like they're listening. <laughs> they're like investing our uh, show. So, anyways, guys. Uh, we've went above and beyond this. We'll have another list for you and we'll talk some wrestling. Uh, maybe we'll pump another run out this week. So, uh, good luck, whether you're listening to this before, after, or during voting, get out there and vote, do your job and, uh, good luck. And, uh, gold dust does not have Tourette's. No. Wow. No. <laughs> Where do your homework, Jason? 